God bless you. Welcome to Soteria Prophetic Ministries. I'm your host and your teacher for the next few moments. My name is Delisa Rogers-Fields, and I want to share with you some thoughts on the gift of administration. Paul talks about the gifts of administration in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, and he mentions it in line with the apostles and the prophets and the teachers and the workers of miracles. And so we are, most of us are familiar with the fivefold, you know, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, teacher, um, apostle prophet excuse me evangelist pastor and teacher let me just put it in that order um you know and, and we're familiar with that and we're familiar with the deacons and, and other um roles that we see in the body of christ but i'm i'm just not certain if we understand the importance of those who carry or who have been graced with the gift of administration um in the old testament there was um an elder by the name of jethro and he was Moses's father-in-law during the time that Moses was enduring his wilderness season. He married Zipporah and had two sons. And um, the Bible said that he lived with Jethro. He was a priest of the Midianites. And so Jethro was a man of wisdom. And on one occasion, the Bible uh, recounts a time when Jethro went to visit Moses. And um, it was a checkup visit, a check-in visit. Support was there and the sons, what have you. But there was a conversation that I, I've always referred to in a lot of my teachings and even in, in my life, in my business, in my career. I've, that sort of uh, intercourse um, between um, Jethro and Moses, it just stayed with me. It was something that I, I've, I felt that God just married that into my spirit and it was a conversation that Jethro had with Moses now understanding Jethro's position Jethro was an elder certainly was as a father figure a spiritual father um, you know if you will to Moses and so he was one that Moses would look up to and, and take heed to and pay attention to and so forth and uh, as a matter of fact it was Jethro who when Moses had that burning bush experience that said hey you better go and obey God so, you know, Jethro had this place and you got to be very careful about the place you give people in your life because the decision, excuse me, the um, the guidance, the advice and the counsel that they give you can adversely affect you if um, they're not that seasoned, trusted voice. So you've got to, you know, I tell my spiritual sons and daughters, like, guard your ear. You can't just open your, your, your ear to what everybody's saying and what everybody's doing. You just, you know, especially when you are a carrier you, you have to be careful and Moses certainly was a carrier right he was a carrier of great destiny with locked within Moses's loins locked within Moses's mouth and in his hands were miracles signs and wonders I mean he you know I don't want to get into all that but it, he was a carrier he was a heavy heavy carrier and so when you when you care when you are a carrier um, you know glory carrier or a miracle carrier or whatever your, your thing is um, you can't just, or I wouldn't say can't because you can do whatever you want, right? But you, sh I wouldn't advise, let me put it like that. I would not advise or would not be wise rather to just open your ear to everything because those words, words carry impartation. You know, words carry impartation. The Bible says death and life is in the power of the tongue. So a word, when somebody is speaking a word into your life, it has seed, it is potent and it can either produce life or it can produce death and so you know put just put that in your spirit man and hold on to that because when you are a carrier and you are opening your ear to to whatever and you're not discerning um you know the the motives and the intentions behind that word um those words are pregnant right even the word of god he said it is forever settled the word does not go out 
it, it does not return void. Words have assignments. And so, you know, that's why the Bible tells us to be careful, you know, be uh, swift to hear and so to speak. So um, anyway, <laughs> I went off on that little uh, tangent. But um, so Jethro comes in and he visits Moses and he observes him as a spiritual father should, you know, just make an observation. And so he finds out that Moses is just like totally, totally overwhelmed. And he said, Moses, you take on too much. You know, these people, you know, in my own summary, these people are going to kill you. You know, they're going to wear you out and you're going to die before your time. And you're not going to be able to finish your assignment because you don't have help. And so the gift of administration, if I could just kind of get back to where I was in First Corinthians 12, 28, the gift of administration serves that purpose. It serves the purpose of providing help to those who are laboring and leading and serving in the body of Christ. Um, we're actually in, as I, as I record this message, we're in the second um, uh, half block of our apostolic college. And I taught on, I taught on that extensively, the gifts of administration, because we don't hear a lot about that, you know, but let me tell you something. If you don't have, for those of you who are carriers or leaders, um, even those of you who are um, kings in the mar marketplace or in the workplace, what have you, if you don't have a good administrator, you know, <laughs> you, you, you are really doing yourself a disservice, you know, to, to whom much is given, much is required. But with that requirement, God will provide help. And that's what Jethro was relaying to uh, Moses. You need help. Appoint men that can help judge these matters so that your hands can be released to, to, to tend to that weightier things. And if you go even look in um, Acts chapter, gosh, I can't remember where it was in the book of Acts. But this is where there was a contention between the Greek uh, widows and the Hebrew, uh, Jewish widows and they were, you know, having issues and things with the apostles because they felt as if they were being neglected. And so out of that need, the the uh, uh, off, not the office, but the ministry of the deacons were born and, and they would, you know, men were full of the Holy Ghost. And so those deacons were born into that gift of administrators. And, and these are all spiritual um, uh, uh, offices and um, blessings that God has made available to the body of Christ. And so I want to say this to you, whoever you are. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling, you know, God is just he, he's I mean, God is doing some great things in you. Great things are ahead of you. And there may be the tendency to feel just kind of overwhelmed or bummed out or tired or just, you know, like just totally overwhelmed. And I, I want to I, I, you know, I just want to to, you know, encourage your heart, you know, that if that's you, if you're one of those that you, God is requiring a lot of you and if you, you have a lot on your hands and and you you are one of those carriers you know if you've got people that you're responsible for and it can be a family member you know a family a community your business or, or whatever but you you're carrying the weight of that thing and you just it, you know you know may may be in a season where you you know just like god where's my help you know where, where's the help and i want to encourage you to ask the father in jesus name for your administrators ask god for those who have that listen the gift okay because not everybody who wants to help and who is even willing to help is gifted to help you need those who are gifted to help you and when i say gifted to help you first of all gifted by god because nobody understands your assignment better than him right nobody understands that thing better than one who initially gave it because there may be some and i'll just speaking from a personal place you know sometimes because you need the help and, and let me tell you something, I, I've, I've made a big mistake and I just please, let me save you. 
You know, there'll be times when you will need help. And because you need help, you will accept those who are volunteering help. And if they're not graced for that, and if you're not graced for them, it's going to cost you more than what it's worth. And I can give you some real life scenarios, you know, that make the hair stand up on the back of your neck. But you, you, you know, there are many people who will say to you, God has sent me to help you. I'm sent here to help you. And I know some of you are like, yep, woman of God, you got that right. And I know somebody's face is coming up in your spirit right now. But there'll be many who, who are attracted to your work, who are attracted to your thing, whatever God has called you to, whether you're launching business or launching ministry or you're launching, you're building a family or what have you, and they see movement. People like momentum. Nobody likes a standstill. People like momentum, right? They may not understand what all it took to get the thing going, but they like movement. And and, and you'll see that training, especially in the body of Christ. Folks just jump when they see a new thing, they'll, they'll flock to it. And then, well, praise God. <laughs> Let me reel myself back in. But anyway, um, you know, when, they'll see you moving. They'll see things happening in your life. They'll see doors opening. And then the next thing you know, they'll volunteer themselves. You know, well, if you need anything, let me know. I, I'm here for you or God sent me to you. Or, I've been assigned to you. And, and, and some of them, they may rightfully be assigned. But I maintain to tell you from personal experience, um, that may not always be the case. So you, you have a responsibility to seek God. And I'm telling you, it will save you from heartaches and pains and a whole lot of stuff you have a responsibility to seek God before you task someone with being your helper with being your administrator okay before you let them uh, give them access to your accounts or give them you know what I'm saying you you know when you look at Judas Judas was Jesus's administrator he handled the finances he handled uh, the treasury right and and even though he was called he was called Jesus called him but his heart, he had heart. And, and so, it, again, looking at that with Judas, Judas was willing to do it. He certainly said, yes, I'll do it. He certainly facilitated it for the most part. But when it came down to the motives of his heart and the intentions, he was not graced for that work. He was graced for another assignment. And that's a, that's a, that's a woosah right there, right? Uh, he, was, he, he was graced for the assignment, but he wasn't graced for the work. That'll preach. But anyway, um, and so you saw his, it was short-lived. And he caused Jesus great grief, right? He caused Jesus to be arrested. He caused he 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 signaled the moment of Calvary. And we know it all worked out for the good. We know that. We thank God for, for the betrayal and we've heard all the sermons and all of that stuff. But when you look at that through the lenses of administrators, I, I just want you to understand that there may be those who are willing to help. They may be graced uh, with the skill set. They've got the tools, they've got all the certifications, you know, they got the degrees and they have the experience, but you want to make sure that they are graced for you and that they're graced for the work that God is calling you to do. Uh, because if not, I'm telling you, you will see many, many uh, gloomy, dark, gray days because they'll grieve you. They'll, they'll grieve you. They'll fight against you. And, 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 you know, they'll contend with you and argue. Well, I think you should do this. And I think you should do that. And, and you have to understand that the administrators come in there to serve and to support, not to lead. That's not their, that's not their place. And I'm telling you this out of serving 11 years as an administrator. As a matter of fact, I even worked for Clemson University for a little while as an administrator. And so as an administrator, both in the secular realm and when you're working as an administrator in the kingdom, you do what you're told. 
right? When Moses assigned, when Jethro said, hey, Moses, you, you're taking too much on you, man. You need to get some elders, somebody to help you and make sure they have your spirit. This is a key, people of God. You want to make sure, and <laughs> this is what I'm saying, don't just go and pick people because you need help. Sometimes it, you just, you're better off. There's a song that says, I can do bad by myself. Matter of fact, Tyler Perry made a movie out of that thing or a play or whatever. Sometimes you can just 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 do it by yourself until you get the right help because it can it can it can take you through there. I'm telling you, it can take you through there. So you want to make sure that, um, you know, those who are uh, candidates for serving you, serving alongside you or serving with you and they're serving in their gift of administration, they must first have your spirit. They've got to have your spirit. They've got to understand certain movements that you make. They've got to understand certain things that you say without getting offended or without, you know, feeling some kind of way or without feeling like you don't know what you're doing, even though sometimes you may not know. Right. But they've got to have confidence that, hey, you, you man of God, you woman of God, this is your thing. I, I'm just here to support. I'm here to undergird. I, I'm here to help birth this out. So whatever you need me to do. You know, that's what Mary said. Hey, whatever he tells you to do, do it. It may not make sense. What do you mean fill these water pots up? That's the problem. <laughs> you know, we, <laughs> we got water. We don't have wine. So, you know, I don't understand why, why you. But it, it's not so much when you're serving in that gift of administration, there, there will be things you don't understand. It just won't make sense to you at all. And that's what Judas's issue was. Judas could not understand why Jesus let this woman uh, spill this precious ointment and wipe his feet with her hair and the thing listen it was one of those you know ladies how <laughs> you can this different grades of of perfume or fragrance right you've got the dollar tree which is 95 percent alcohol <laughs> and you know and you can tell because when you spray it on it'll sting you right so you know that um that um <laughs> that ain't the real thing it's got more water than it has um fragrance oil right um and, and so i mean i can go into a whole lot of that about that y'all but you know ladies we know we we know when a sister is wearing a cheap fragrance we know when she's got on some bath and body works we know when she has on something of a higher class we can tell because it's gonna last longer it's gonna linger and it's gonna that fragrance is, is gonna fill the room even after that woman that you know your sister has left the building you can smell man she smells good or what have you and, and so you know so it, it makes so you know judas couldn't understand he could not understand why in the world we could have sold it she could have gave it to me and i would have taken it to the exchanges and we could have had more money for the ministry and jesus said you don't understand and judas was like you're right i don't i don't get it this doesn't make sense to me and jesus knew that this was a prophetic act of her consecrating his body for a burial and, and so you know that's a whole nother thing but what i want to show is how sometimes even as you serve in the gift of administration there'll be times when that that leader or whoever it is that you're serving your, your partner or whatever the person's place is they're going to do some things that's going to make you slap yourself in the head like what what is this you know i don't want this doesn't make sense but you you've got to learn how to fall behind and so that's where you can have the crises in serving in administration is because sometimes you know some of the things that you see or that you hear just really won't make sense to you but you've got to understand that it, it's not going to always make sense because of that god has given that person the vision god has given that person the unction and the grace you know you didn't get that measure of it you the measure you received was the measure to help you didn't get the measure to facilitate 
And you've got to learn the difference. Okay. So, you know, as I was saying that I served as an administrator for 11 years, I served under my father and, you know, and that's my daddy, you know, natural blood daddy. And, and we're like twins in the spirit almost. And there were times he would say things and I'm like, hmm. You know, I'm like, well, dad, let's do it this way. Listen, he's like, no, daughter, so and so and so. And, you know, he would love to draft letters and I would draft a letter, draft it for him or dictate it for him and uh, uh, type it rather as he dictated it. And I'm going through and I'm editing because, you know, that's what I do. I love to edit and clean up documents. And I don't know, I get some kind of weird fulfillment out of it. It's therapeutic for some reason. And and so and I would, re, you know, read it back to him as I finish it and polish it. And he'd say, no, put this word here. And I'm like, well, but that word doesn't go there, Dad. And he's no, but that's what the word I want. And, you know, my English mind and, and, and you know, my writing self is saying, but that doesn't go there. But he knows what he wants to say. You know, he knows. And even even as a publisher and as a chief editor of my own company, I have clients sometimes after I finish polishing that document and I've gone through it and combed it and scraped it and bled over it <laughs> and I'll send it back and they'll say, well, change this around. And I'm like, but that, you know, this goes here. But understanding that that's their vision, that's their baby. I mean, come on, that's not an issue for me career, um, professionally, but I'm just saying, you know, you will see many times how it can be better, different. But you also have to fall back and understand, yeah, in my eyes, and if it were my thing, I would do it that way, but it's not mine. And so this is what I'm asked to do, and I'm going to do it. it. I may be scratching, you know, pulling my hair out, but, but it's what is expected of me. And, and so, and there's a maturity. That's why when I said in my opening, everybody can't help you that wants to help you because there's a maturity that comes with that. You know, there's, there, you know, when Judas, Jesus told Judas, no, leave alone, Judas picked up an attitude, he had issues, and he started manifesting, and next thing you know, boom, Jesus is arrested. So, not everybody can handle when you say, no, I really don't want you to do that, I don't need you to get that color, I really meant that color, or I don't, you know, can you handle when you've been corrected, or when you've been criticized, or when you've been kind of tapped on the hand a little bit, say, hey, you moving too fast, I ain't ready to move into that yet, just wait, just wait on me, wait. Can you handle that without being offended? And can I just speak transparently? That's transparently, there have been times when my dad was like, you know, Lord, I'm not ready to do that yet. And I'm like, Dad, but, you know, you got it. We can do this and we can do that. I mean, my administrative wheels are turning and burning. And, and he's like, I'm not, let's wait, daughter. And I'm like, but this is a noun season, this is right. And But he's not ready. And so you've got to learn how to pull back. And even though you're huffing and puffing and your adrenaline is going and you're ready to run it. And, and they're saying, wait, not now. And you got to take your frustration to Jesus. <laughs> you got to take your frustration to Jesus and say, God, I just I just feel like I need to do this. And now you don't want me to do it. And I, I got to be OK. Help me be OK with it. And, and there's a, and so there is a. There's a wisdom and a maturity that you're going to need for that, right? If you want to thrive and survive, because there are many people who start out, you know, there are many people who start out. I'm going to help you. God sent me to help you. And then, you know, when the, when the rubber hits the road, you know, then it's I, God told me to do something different or whatever story they come up with. So I, I just want to leave those thoughts with you today, um, my friends, <laughs> that, um, you know, the gift of administration is a powerful gift. Um, every every pastor, I encourage you to seek out if you don't already have it. And, and listen, the administrator is not just your quote unquote secretary who, you know, maybe read the announcements. It's, this is a gift. 
okay this is not somebody who speaks eloquently and dresses nice and can represent you know that's not what i'm talking about i'm not talking about somebody who can speak well or who dresses well and who you know articulates well i'm talking about somebody with the gift all right uh, this is like samuel said god is not looking on outward appearance god looks at the heart it, you know don't confuse you know who you want on the front line with who's graced to do the work don't don't do that i've made that mistake too i've made that mistake and all you've got is somebody who's polished and and they can enunciate and articulate and they can be just as heady and high-minded as everything you ever seen and they'll fight you and argue and and, and uh, <laughs> i'm telling you I'm, listen take it from me save yourself the heartache and just don't put people in the wrong places if, if you've got somebody who's you know this is going to be your spokesperson and they're going to be the ones on your voicemail recording or what have you that's fine your greeter your hospital that's fine but when it comes to administrators it is a gift from god so you you would do wise to go and ask the father in jesus name lord where are my administrators where are my helpers you know the bible oftentimes calls them ministers um, some may interpret them as being armor bearers or adjutants or whatever. I mean, people have their own terms for things. But the bottom line is that that is a gift that God has placed in the body of Christ and that there are people that God has particularly anointed to work, work with you and walk with you, help facilitate what God has put in you, help push you, help support you, help take some of the load. That's a gift. And, 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 and let me just say this. On the, on the side of the years that I served as an administrator. Like I said, I served as administrator for 11 years. And let me tell you something. My life is, I'm, do you not know, I am still living in the blessings of, of, of ministering in that, in that gift. Now, that's not a gift that gets a lot of accolades. So if that's what you think you're going to get, you can you forget it. <laughs> you, just, you just ask God to give you another gift. But, you know, many times the administrator is the one in the back. You know, they're the ones you, you never hear about. You don't you see you can hear about everybody else, but you don't oftentimes hear about that administrator. And it's not that they're overlooked, it's just that that's they're the backline people. They're the they're the, the back row people. And they're gonna push you and undergird you and they're gonna contact you and call you and text you. They'll hear about cutting edge uh, trends and things. They'll run it past you. Hey, what you think? I heard this or I just received this or I just. And I'm telling you, man, they're gonna be such a blessing to you. You need that. Those of you in business or what have you. And, and let me just say this. Um, and I'm just flowing in the word of wisdom right now. You know, but those of you even in business, you're gonna need those administrators. And don't 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 discriminate and think that they're gonna come. Holy Ghost feel fire baptized and speaking in tongues some of them may not even be saved because you know what people can have gifts you know and not be saved you know and, and 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 you know we certainly pray for that salvation but don't get it twisted you admit don't 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 overlook or bypass a person with that gift because they're not saved they're not a member of your church they're not a member or whatever because that may be something coming as they serve you. God, who knows? They may receive an impartation as they're working along with you. You know, so, so don't just cut them off and say, well, you know, uh, I never heard them speak in tongues. So you, sur you surely can't be, you know, on my team. You, you know, sometimes you're going to need some rough, you know, some rough edges. I call them sandpaper people. Sometimes you need some people to just do, be a little bit different. And so that they can challenge you and help you think outside the box. 
because sometimes you can be so limited and and so confined with your own circle and your own little thing that you you never break out so it's good to have people that may be outside of your race they may be out you know just just kind of different that's good you need that that's going to help you grow so i just wanted to plug that in that they don't they're not going to always be saved they're not going to always you know speak in tongues or prophesy but i bet they'll work that gift they'll work that gift um and they'll help you get to where you know god wants you to go so i you know i want you to seek god about that and um you know whether you are serving you know as a king in whatever area you want to make sure that you have some administrators at least one you know depending on what you are called to do you may need several but my god at least get you one good somebody who can help you okay so you don't feel so overwhelmed and you don't forfeit your your thing that what god is doing for you and 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 for those who are serving as i was saying earlier i served for those 11 years and i'm still living in the fruit of that you're talking about a bless and i don't you know one day i'll talk about that one day i'll talk about the ministries that carry the blessings i mean all of them do but there's some ministries that that carry multiplied harvests you know and one day i'll talk about that y'all pray ask god to give me the the, the teaching and i help you because sometimes we gravitate towards certain things and and that's wonderful but sometimes we overlook where we overlook the areas that have a lot of fruit. You think about seed. There's some seed, you put one seed in the ground, you get one or two sprouts or whatever off it, and that's it. But there are several things, like you think about a kernel of corn, and it, it sprouts up like stalks and stalks, right? So there are certain seed types, and I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm going to go for real. I'm going to let you go. Um, but there are certain types of seed that sprout multiple, multiple harvests, like multiple, multiple harvests. And though there are certain ministries in the body of Christ, too. And, and some of them, you, some of you guys probably never heard of them before. You know, because, again, these are the ones that people don't really talk about. They don't really know. I hadn't even tapped into that. But the administrator is one of them. It's one of those pregnant ministries that, oh, I'm telling you, I served it for 11 years and I'm entering into my 17th year of ministry. And do you not know 17, 28 years now in ministry, period. I'm still living and eating off the fruit of my administrative services. I launched my publishing business because of those years. God birthed a, min- a, a, a business off of me. Because can I say this? Those of you who serve in ministry, there's not a lot of money that comes with that. It's really one of those ministries where, and that's why I said this is more about seed uh, than anything else. And if you miss it, people of God, you're going to oh, you're gonna miss it. You're going to miss it. <laughs> but that gift of administration is is not really a lucrative um thing okay as such depending on who you work for now you get with a you know people that's got it then they're gonna take care of you but that's not always the case many times that gift of administration is going to come with a god reward heaven reward or kingdom reward and that's a whole nother topic y'all y'all the word of god is so deep it comes god rewards you for that okay so sometimes don't get frustrated administrators you know, when you don't see the fruit, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm not getting nothing. I don't see, I don't, uh, I'm helping him. I'm helping and I don't, you know, don't, you got to really watch your heart. Remember I was saying, you got to have the heart of that person that you're serving. And that's what Judas messed up because Judas wanted a portion of that, which belonged to Jesus. That he wanted that. He wanted to dictate what we do with it. And, 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 and that's what I'm telling you. That's what messed him up. It'll mess you up. So, but if you watch your heart, and if you say, you know what, I may not get acknowledged, I may not get paid, or I may not get as much as I'm probably worth. If, if you can do it and keep your heart pure, 
God will blow your mind. Like I said, after those 11 years, uh, God birthed me, planted me in ministry. Now, 17 years later, God has birthed a business and, and, and multiple businesses. My children each and I've got we have my husband, I have five children. Each of my children have their own business. And it all came out of administrating and those 11 years where I didn't get much accolades or didn't get much of a return. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what I made. I made $150 a week and I worked, y'all. Oh, gosh. I worked. Listen, I worked. You too, you hear me? <laughs> I worked. And and I, I made $150 a week. And then I tithed off of that. So I really brought home $135. And, and I'm, you know, and I mean, yeah, I was working, doing some other things, too. But I'm saying that's not one of those off uh, ministries or gifts where you may see a lot of reward, immediate reward. So if you're looking for an immediate re return on your seed, that ain't it. Just go and ask God to help you do something else. But if you understand, um, you know, uh, how to be patient and you understand how to sow and wait for that harvest guys god will blow your minds okay so listen i i just wanted to put these words out here got a million people texting me now and i'm getting distracted um but i wanted to, to just um put that word out there uh for the administrators i'm blessed i've got i think three or four administrators um one is my own daughter my oldest daughter that i birthed into this world and the girl is sharp man and the same blessings that uh, on my life as far as venturing out in business it's on her I'm telling you I'm telling you I'm telling you, you can't this my daughter has and I, I mean I, and I give God glory but my daughter God has just blessed this girl like she 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 and can I say this the administrator many times when you when you start harvesting you can go further than the person you're serving because you'll receive your own impartation okay you'll receive your own reward from God remember I talked about that and then you receive the impartation of the person you served so you're talking about a triple a threefold anointing and she's she's walking in that this girl helps ministries she helps businesses she's got I don't, I've stopped counting She's got three, four businesses, you know, she, she's blessed. My baby girl launched out. Now she's doing her thing. So there is a there's a generational blessing that comes with that. People don't talk about that. Everybody wants to be a prophet and everything else. And if that's where you call, praise God, go for what you know. But don't overlook if that is your calling. Don't overlook that because you can be overlooking some things that God wants to do for you. And, and you don't understand how it works. You know, I've got two, three spiritual daughters who serve as my administrators, and, and they're powerful. They're powerful. I mean, and they're in business, too. Business minds, too. And not just that, they're growing supernaturally in the spirit realm. And God is exalting them. And, and I mean, oh, man, teaching anointings, flourishing, because they handle a lot of my material. So, again, they're receiving a multi, a, 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 what I, how I want to, I want to say a multiplicity. Of, of impartations because they're not just handling my material but they're my spiritual daughter so they're receiving direct impartations but because they handle my material they handle my, my business dealings they're receiving uh, impartations indirect impartations through that and, and so it's just pushing them further and it's fertilizing seed and it's just thrusting them and they're doing some tremendous things so if that's where you are please 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 I, I encourage you don't overlook that if that's something that God is, is working in your life and, and you, you've got a knack for it. You, you People tell you, you're really good at this. You're really good at that. You're really good. Then pay attention to that. 
pay attention to that don't overlook it and oh well it's just something I do it may be more than just something you do it actually may be a gift that God has given you that you need to hone into and and you don't know what God can do with it okay so those are my words for you thank you for listening God's grace and blessings be upon you and go forth and be great <laughs> God bless